views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. It's like I won the body lottery, it's time to play, gonna get into it every day. I won the body lottery, it's time to check it out. Winning at the game of life, winning at the game of life, winning at the game of living, winning at the game of life, I am receiving and I'm giving, letting go of that which does not serve me or inspire me. Everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so fired up right now. I am so absolutely fired up right now. Listen, I'm Dr. Pat, and you're listening to Get Into It, Winning at the Game of Life. I am joining my friend, my colleague, my co-host, Lynn M. Brown. And today, Lynn is going to take us on a big journey, not a little journey, like a big journey, like a mega journey, like an epic super journey. Why? This is the key. I just got a big dose of this. Know thyself. Why? It's critical. It's essential for conscious creation. If we don't know thyself, if we don't know ourselves, if we don't know this, what the heck then are we creating? Are we creating from authenticity? Are we creating with the sense and the speed and the magnitude of what we want in the world? Or are we creating a whole bunch of things because we think we know who we are? We think we know what we want. But the bottom line is, if we're not going to take the know thyself journey, we are going to end up as confused, if not more confused, about our lives, about the world, about what we desire, and about what we don't want. Now, Lynn knows this. She coaches people. She takes people on these journeys. She works with teams, individuals. She works with groups. She is not just an incredible intuitive, but an exquisite business person. All of this contributes to how she integrates her corporate business sense, her intuitive nature, her abundance through energy, and most importantly, how to heal, energy heal, how to do it. Whether you're an athlete like me, you're wondering why I can't hit that little white ball anymore the way I used to, or you're somebody that's saying, oh, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to create abundance. Yes, this show's for you. Lynn, good show, good topic. Great to have you here. Thank you. It's always a pleasure to be with you. We always have such great conversations. Um, so what do you think about what I said? About yeah. like, if you don't know thyself, guess what? Mm. Oh, you hit it. You hit the ball right over the net, Dr. Pat. <laughs> the little white ball, yes. yes. Um, <laughs> you know, you and I both know very well that we, meaning everybody, uh, we're always creating. And so there's never a time that we're not creating. And, you know, creation and the speed of creation is speeding up, meaning in the past, perhaps we could not directly, as people connect the dots between our thoughts, our feelings, and, that what, and then what we manifested out into our lives. But now, at this time on the planet, we must 
make the dots connect. Yeah. As we're manifesting things into our world much, much quicker. Um, for example, let's just imagine, it's kind of funny, but let's imagine that we as humans always had words verbally coming out of our mouth. <laughs> no silence, right? And if, if we were not consciously choosing what words we were saying or going to say, then the default would simply be to start copying the words that are coming out of the mouth of the person or persons next to us. Could you imagine that? Mm. And then imagine being responsible then Mm -hmm. for all the words that are coming out of your mouth, whether you are consciously choosing them or not. You know, you know how I know this? Because I've been this. And, you know, some days I am this. And I think we all can relate to this one because how often have we walked down the pathway and said, oh boy, I wish I wouldn't have said that. Oh boy. I wish I wouldn't have said that tweet. Oh boy. Oh boy. Right. (laughs) Right. Right. Oh Oh girl. (laughs) Right. Well, we're going to talk about that today about kind of how to stop ourselves or or be a little bit more aware uh, in, in the midst of the moment and start to get some tools and some distinctions Um, because this is how I see creation. You know, we are always manifesting things into our world. And during our last conversation together, our last show together, Dr. Pat, I spoke about the logistics of creating and our creation flame. And today I'd like to explore a bit deeper on the feelings world within us and how that impacts our creations as well. Mm-hmm. It's something that's not usually talked about, um, which then leads us to understanding why knowing thyself becomes critical if we're going to learn how to master the creations of our world. Conversely, if we don't take the time and the effort and the passion in reclaiming our divine mastery around this, we will continue to be mastered by external forces, and so will our creations. Mm-hmm. I think that the part of the confusion, confusion for people and the discord is, not knowing even where to start. And that's why I was excited about today's show, because you're going to take us, like I said, on a journey. You know, you're going to help us understand, you know, what we do, what our human creation is about, and how we can literally flip the switch if we want. So this is a show that's not only timely, but people are so longing for it. Yeah, it's, it's time to really talk about this for so many reasons on so many different levels. Uh, just how we're expanding and how we're moving and how we're shifting on the planet. And it's just time for people to be more aware. And then, like you said, to choose, choose to flip that switch. So where do we begin? Well, I'd like to talk a little bit about our feelings, our feelings mm-hmm. again. And we, I left off on that last time, but it's important that people understand that our feelings charge the aura field, and the atmosphere around us. So when we're creating, a part of our creation process is not only the image from our thought and the picture, but it is essential that we understand how the feelings catapult those creations into our physical world. So they literally charge the atmosphere around us. They are the momentum of our creation, So to the degree that we are feeling or more passionate about something, whether it be positive or negative, to the degree of that feeling that we are emitting, that's the degree of the rapidness or quickness 
that we are creating that image into our reality. So uh, we really do have to be aware of the feelings. Uh, another way that I look at it is, is it's like the momentum um, of the creation or like the gas pedal of the car, right? We can have the destination, we can have the map clear, but unless we put the pedal to the metal, it's not going to move. The car isn't. So, <clears throat> so that's where I want to start with the feelings. We, we have to, as people, be aware of our feelings and what we're emitting. Now, there's something that happens when we emit feelings. So when we emit feelings, it doesn't just, it doesn't just disappear, right? They actually project into our energetic field into our auric field and they accumulate and they kind of clothe the particles of light that are within our energy field. So for example, if we, if I projected a a feeling of anger or of um, something that's not positive, right? At somebody, maybe driving down the freeway, uh, about a third of that goes directly at that person and impacts that person. And then another about two thirds of it, maybe less than two thirds, will actually be caught in my auric field. It'll be caught in and clothe my feeling world, which then I have to later project my creations through, right? So it starts to create this atmospheric pressure. And so whenever we emit something, if we're not owning it, And if we don't stop it, it's not only going to impact the people that we are emitting it towards, but it's going to impact us even more. There's a third thing that happens. The charge of these feelings actually go out into the planet's atmospheric pressure. And so then they start to accumulate their own little posse, so to speak. So there there are thought forms and feeling forms out in the universe, out on the planet, in the atmosphere of the planet, which then become almost like living things. And um, they like to hang out with like, you know, with like-minded people. So, so in, as humans, why is it important for me to talk about this right now? Because as humans, every day that are walking through life, we need to understand that we have repercussions for our feelings and it directly relates to our creation, what we're creating in our world. And then on three different levels, really to be aware of are these pressures that we're feeling within ourselves, are they coming from within our auric field Mm -hmm. or are they coming from somebody directly sending it to us because their thoughts and feelings are sending this projection to us and or is it a global or earthly thought form that is putting pressure on us? <clears throat> and I say that because we, we live and walk through and trudge through um, suggestions and pressures all the time. And if we don't know this, then we can't take action to master, be the master over these things. So what happens when pressure accumulates around you? you begin to feel like something is pushing on you mentally, physically, and spiritually. And what is our typical reaction when someone comes up 
if somebody were to come up and physically put pressure on you, well, you would probably turn and give your attention to that thing, that person or that thing. And, and if you remember the last conversation we had about our creation flame, when we give our attention or our intention to something, that is when we literally feed it our life force energy and begin to manifest that thing. So I really wanted to start off today by talking about the importance of our feelings and understanding the charge within those feelings that it emits. It emits and impacts others around you. It emits and impacts uh, the earth's atmosphere, which then impact the earth and humanity. And then it also impacts you. It also impacts me. If I emit something um, that's caught in my energetic field, it becomes a pressure on me until I clear that, until I clear Mm -hmm. the path for future um, creation. Mm -hmm. Don't we have to do this in a way, Lynn? I hope you guys can hear me okay. Don't we have to do this in a way that we can't really have like five days, five years, or five months to figure this out? (laughs) We need, to, we need to do this in a way, well, first of all, we need to start now. Um, but there are, there are a couple, and I'll share the tools yeah. with, with you um, and with our listeners here. I don't know, should I go ahead and share some of those tools now? Yeah, let's Maybe go ahead and skip the break. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, so um, one of the tools that I use and that really everybody should learn to use is the consciousness of the violet flame and I'm sure some people have heard about the violet flame and some people haven't but literally this is a living active consciousness that comes from God that comes from the central sun that that we need to use and by using our attention with it it activates the power of the violet flame and the violet flame is a transmuting tool which means it will sweep in and transmute those discords, transmute and remove those pressures from within the earth, from the earth's atmosphere, from within our auric field atmosphere. So um, literally, I'll, I'll, I'm going to share two different things that I do. So literally, um, using the violet flame, multiple times throughout the day, I call on the mighty iron presence to put into action the violet flame up through my feet in me, through me, around me, in my world, like a blowtorch, like super powerful, consuming everything discordant, which I have drawn about me throughout the centuries. Because then this starts to, like you said, chip away at this pressure. Um, I also extend that out to the planet. So using the violet flame in, through, and around the planet, in the planetary atmosphere that helps free up humanity Uh, which is our ultimate goal to free ourselves and free humanity. The second thing is um, I have a decree that I use, and there's many of these decrees out there. The, the, The purpose or the point is to do it, to have the intention of using the violet flame, to use the violet flame, and to do it with passion and certainty. And so this is one of the decrees that I use daily. Mighty I am presence, charge me and my world with the violet consuming flame of divine love, which consumes all that is desirable and keep me clothed forever with thy almighty perfection. Again, the power and the certainty and the charge that comes from your feeling world 
while decreeing these things and using the violet flame is really what's going to make an impact. I want to ask you a question, Lynn, about how important it is for people to at least begin the process, even if they don't know how. Uh, it's critical. It's critical. Yeah. Um, I. But you, yeah. I mean, sometimes, Lynn, what we do is because we want absolute perfection, we are afraid to even get started. There's some fear we have. Right. And I think your invitation is let's start together. Let's, let's start together. Let's start together. Let's start now. I do it with you. We all do it together. Uh, even if you're not um, aware of all these things, even if you don't claim to know the violet flame or understand how to the technical use of it. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. It's about the intention. And I guarantee you this, your soul remembers. The depth of your soul, it remembers. Um, because this is the truth. You know, these these things and these actions are the truth. It's it's your divine truth. It's where we originated from. It it is the essence of our being. So if we can uh, be brave enough to take that first step, we can be brave enough to kind of set any doubt or fear aside temporarily. Uh, we can start to build that momentum of certainty by using these. And you know, we talked about momentum and how powerful that is when you're running or when you're driving or when you're doing anything in life, there has to be a starting point where, which you have no momentum <laughs> and then you get started and then you build the momentum. So uh, the momentum is critical. And we have to start somewhere. You know, it's interesting. Um, one of the things I wanted to talk with you about is uh, I think momentum can be, a, I think right now momentum is sometimes a lost art. And I say that because we're so focused on persevering and persisting and, you know, just pushing through. Let's just get it done. Let's just push through. That momentum has this beautiful, beautiful flow. It's like this dance, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm it's -hmm. powerful. It's synergy. Mm -hmm. To me, it's synergy. You know, I was an athlete, <laughs> mm -hmm. and uh, there's, like, nothing better to me than synergy. Mm -hmm. And it's the buildup of the synergy mm -hmm. and this power and, and this um, resource. And, and, it, and it comes from within, and it comes from uh, the action, Mm -hmm. You know, it's almost like the, the electrical centripetal force. I don't even know if what I said mm -hmm. just made sense, but that's how I yeah. feel about yeah. the synergy and the momentum. Yeah. So let's talk about, especially now we're coming up in these next couple months, let's talk about how these words, the power of our words, the power of our actions, but how they either relieve energetic pressure or how they add more to it. Um, you know, we're, we're talking about who we surround ourselves with, what we watch on TV, what negative talk we're going to say, all of the above. Mm -hmm. So how do we navigate the waters around it? What should we refuse to do? You know, I have a quote on my wall by Walt Whitman and Leaves of Grass, and the first line of it is insult whatever, dismiss whatever insults your soul. That is like one of my favorite quotes, and it mm -hmm. goes on. But dismiss whatever insults their soul. Mm -hmm. And isn't that what we're talking about here? Not to collude, not to engage, but 
but to really look at these words, gossip, negative talk. I can't even turn on the news anymore. I'm not even sure what to do with that. So what would you say to folks? How, how do we do this? You know, how do we move beyond, you know, water cooler talk? What can you share with us on this? Well, first and foremost, I agree with you. Um, we have to be more firm than ever and uh, refusing to listen to or engage with um, the negative news or the discord or gossip because it charges your world with these qualities. The, the energetic fields around us and the qualities that are charged into the words absolutely impact us. They absolutely stick to our energy. And then back to the creation system, as we project and create our picture-perfect creations, they were clothed with the discord. So if you're really wanting to master the cleanliness and the instant creations of the pure desires of your heart, we have to learn how to do this. We have to learn how to say, no, I'm not going to be around these people. No, I'm not going to listen to this news. No, I'm not going to engage in it. Because the other thing that happens is, so the energy combines with us or kind of gets sticky on us. Um, But then again, that next step is, well, what if our mind starts to engage in thinking about those things? Now we're back to, we're giving our attention and our intention and our life force energy to that thing. And then we're helping to manifest it. So I think a lot of times we think if we're resisting something that we are repelling it and keeping it out of our lives or we're repelling it and then not manifesting it. But, but that's not what's happening because when we are mm-hmm. engaged in something, yeah, it manifests it, it creates it because we are feeding in our life force energy, just like with the words, um, you know, the power of words you mentioned and, and literally the power of words followed by I am is one of the most powerful things on the planet that we can use. Mm -hmm. When we say I am, we are literally opening the door to an unlimited power source, our God source to come through and charge Mm -hmm. and activate the creation of whatever of the words are that follows after the words I am. Right. So Mm -hmm. I am powerful or I am clear or I am certain or I am healthy. Those are things to, to practice and engage in because li- it literally, 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 this is not figuratively, it literally opens up the floodgates of your infinite power from God, from the mm-hmm. I am presence. Okay, so many times though, we use the words I am followed by sick. I am broke. I am limited. And I just suggest that we don't do that. I mean, stronger than suggest, because when you do that, you qualify the power that you're calling forth to produce that very quality and experience in you, in your world. Yeah. And, 
you know, here's something I would love for you to talk about around this. Um, Resist nothing is a quote that is not only a quote, but resist nothing is something that comes way back. It goes way back to the early, the origins of the 12-step program. Uh, but Eckhart Tolle put a book together on it, Resist Nothing. I think Resist Nothing can be one of the most misunderstood and, as you just said so brilliantly, one of the most important ideas to get. So if there was no other concept that we could understand and get, if we got Resist Nothing, what would happen, Lynn? Well, what I see intuitively and energetically uh, around that is basically, um, so the image I get, this is actually a really good image. So the image I get is like, if we are a, a physical body, right? Which we are. If we are a physical body though, and like somebody throws something at me, <laughs> tosses me a water balloon, I don't know. It hits me, right? It hits me and it splatters. So it, yeah. it, it impacts me. It only could do that because my body was resisting in the physical world, that thing. But I see this image and I use this image energetically of like being a cloud, right? So my consciousness is still here. I am still fully Lynn. I am still fully present. Um, But my energetic consciousness and way of being, if I hold myself like a cloud, and then if somebody throws that same water balloon at me, what does it do? It can't hit anything. It can't, it can't impact. It goes right through the cloud. Right? So right. It, the cloud still remains whole. It still remains full. It still remains its original pure essence, but it is not impacted by the things that are being thrown at us. Or it. Well, it- Yeah, so this is really one of these concepts that is ready to be put into action. We're going to take a short break because when we come back, what Lynn is going to do is take us on this journey, this idea, this this thing, this know thyself. And in order for us to know thyself, you have to put down the shield. When we come back, we'll be talking with her about how this works, what it means, and what the invitation is. We're going to tell you about some of the events Lynn's got coming up. Uh, Check out who she is, what she's up to, how she can help you at lynnmbrown.com. And when we come back, are you ever wondering, do you know thyself? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. you wish you had more joy in your life check out the new book by robert max schoenfeld for the love of joy a 30-day adventure for creating joy in your life because you deserve more joy more love more health more abundance and more life available now on amazon get your copy today visit the art that's the art Are you searching? Looking for a sign? A message you need to hear? From the great unknown? From the most mysterious place that is the most familiar to your soul in the depths of who you are? The universe 
put someone here to talk to, someone God gave a blessing to, that you may find insight with. TheAngelLady.net, 1-800-323-1790. In this day and age, if you don't reinvent yourself, you may never find balance, peace, and the sustainable life that is your birthright. Angela Watson Robertson, known as the Reinvention Warrior and the host of Breakthrough Radio Show Masters of Reinvention, is here to help you reinvent every area of your life. Tune in and hear from the best in the personal transformation business and discover tips and tools for positive change. Live every month on Transformation Talk Radio. Be you plus live your purpose equals joy. That's the motto of Unstuck Joy with Vicki Todd. Vicki believes you were born with gifts that are meant to make the world brighter. Each show will feature an art visioning journal prompt to help you create your way to soul clarity. If you're ready to get unstuck and create more joy, this show is for you. Tune in the first and third Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio. For more information, visit VickiWorldArt.com. The Janice Underwood Show, helping you create the life you want, not the life you tolerate. Tune in each Monday, 9 a.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio as Janice delves into the life creator system and the next step in your spiritual evolution. Janice Underwood is gifted at helping spiritually minded people shift their mindsets to unleash the creator within. Our souls wish to wake us up. Those of us listening hear the call. Do you? For more information, visit JaniceUnderwood.com. Winning at the game of money. Lynn Brown is now offering Full Spectrum Finance, a progressive 12-month program that will help you to navigate through the mechanics of financial expansion. Finally, a financial planner who looks at the full spectrum of money and abundance, engage you in the mental, physical, and energetic aspects of finance. This is Full Spectrum Finance. Are you ready to get into it? For more information, go to fullspectrumfinance.com. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by. I am so thrilled to be talking to all of you. We have got talk radio for all of us. Are you ready and willing and able to accept all of the abundance you can muster up in your life? Check us out at drpatshow.com, transformationtalkradio.com, transformationradio.fm. Oh, my goodness. It's like I won the body lottery, it's time to play, gonna get into it every day. I won the body lottery, it's time to check it out. Winning at the game of life, winning at the game of life, winning at the game of living, winning at the game of life. Hey everybody, welcome back. You know what, you're listening to a fabulous show. Uh, Get into it, winning at the game of life with me, I'm Dr. Pat, and Lynn, uh, Lynn Brown. And today, the episode that we're talking with you about is Know Thyself. How critical is it for conscious creation? Um, You know, as we move forward, Lynn, we're going to talk about Know Thyself, what it means, but also what the call to action is today. Before we do that, can we let folks know how they can find out more about you, but how, you know, you're available for individual uh, sessions, public speaking, and you have a class. Yes, absolutely. Um, Everybody, you can find me at lynnambrown.com. You can uh, check into my events at lynnbrownevent.com. And um, I have quite a few uh, um, videos on 
my YouTube channel, which is Full Spectrum Living, as well as you can follow me on my Facebook page at Rawness of Life. Uh, I'm constantly posting tools and actions for people to harness and use uh, to help further them in the, this, this mastery, this game of mastering life. Um, that's what's important to me is to give people the tools and, and teach people and uh, inspire people to take action uh, to reharness their mastery. Mm-hmm. I have uh, one event coming up right around the corner. Actually, around the corner means tomorrow <laughs> 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 in, uh, in Kirkland here locally. And it's energy tools for beginners at the spa air in Kirkland. So you can go directly to there and, and register. Um, and like you mentioned, uh, I will be doing uh, public speaking. If you, I have on-demand uh, classes and public speaking topics, motivational speaking topics. Uh, if you want to reach out to me, we can create something that'll fit you and your needs. Awesome. Because, you know, we're entering in an 11 year. And, you know, when we talk about this, and we're going to do several shows talking about an 11 year, what it is, what it isn't, what it means. You know, I was born on the 11th, so I relate to this. Um, know thyself is part of this and it's part of the energy. But, a lot of us have grown up and know how important it is to know thyself. And yet, one of the most difficult things we do, Lynn, is we have a hard time looking at ourselves right in the mirror. Mm-hmm. So tell us about where this phrase came from, what it meant then, and what does it mean now? Sure. Well, first of all, this phrase, to me, I mean, spirit just kept on saying it to me. Uh, in the last couple of weeks, it just kept on you know, spirit would just kept on saying, know thyself, know thyself, know thyself. Lynn, look into this. Lynn, look into this. Dig deeper. Know thyself. You have to understand the importance of this. And then you have to share it. And so I started looking into this. And, you know, the phrase know thyself, um, some people might attach it to Socrates. Uh, some other philosophers have used it. The Bible has referenced versions of this term or phrase but where it originates from is Egypt, where many of these people were educated in inner wisdom schools. So in ancient Egypt, above the entrance of each temple and lodge, serving as an academic scientific learning center, appeared this phrase, man, know thyself. So before a new student or initiate was allowed to go within the center of the temple. See, there was like an outer part of the temple and then the inner part of the temple. So before they were allowed in the center of the temple, they had to pass through a process of fully understanding their personal tendencies, motivations, preferences, both positive and negative. So there was this initial Deep diving of knowing thyself truly. <laughs> I like what you said, looking in the mirror. I, when I do mm-hmm. retreats, sometimes I actually just have people stand in front of the mirror. And it's really hard for people to stay there and stand in front of the mirror and be with themselves. It's really hard. Uh, so it's a very powerful thing to do. Um, and then after they go through this initiation, they then and only then can move into the inner temple both physically and spiritually, both physically and spiritually, they then move into the inner temple. And they had a saying here, which was, know thyself and thou shalt know God. 
know thyself and thou shalt know God. And here is where they went to be in co-creation with God, learning how to manage and harness the divine direction and power of creation. This is what we're talking about and know thyself. Yeah. To get through the cobwebs, to get through the sticky stuff that we've accumulated, not only this lifetime or past lifetimes, to get through the barnacles and all that stuff that is the outer us. And to get into that center, that sweet spot where we are in divine direct communication with God. Mm-hmm. And there for, for creating from there. Yeah. And there's a real reason why we want to get into that sweet spot. There's a reason. And it goes back to what we said earlier. It is the resist nothing zone. It is the place where flow exists. You know, it's the place where we can hear the whispers of awareness that turn into literally huge sounding alarms of how to step up and live an amazing life. And that's what we're talking about today. If we understand this, if we understand this, then the application of this is for our everyday lives and everything we do, right? Definitely. And that's the most important thing, right? So we can sit and talk about something or fantasize about something for, you know, as long as we live. But until we apply these things in our everyday lives, every step we take, every breath we take, um, you know, we're not going to make that transformation. Uh, What I really feel, you know, when we truly know thyself, when you truly know thyself, you should be able to decipher if a thought is being originated by you Mm -hmm. or sent to your field from someone else or a general outside source. This is, this becomes important. Now this becomes really important when we talk about conscious creation. Okay. So the thought, is it yours or is it coming from an external source? Secondly, Mm -hmm. when you truly know thyself, You should be able to decipher if a feeling is being originated by you or sent to your field from someone else or a general outside source. To me, this is the first step. And the reason this is important because it is in that distinguishing moment that you get to choose if you are going to feed it your creation flame. So A, we must be aware enough to catch in any moment when a feeling or thought suddenly or randomly surfaces. That's my indication to look at something. If something randomly or suddenly appears within my thought or feeling world, you know, if if I'm not sitting there having a conversation that directly activates a thought or feeling, but one thought or feeling just randomly comes to me, and kind of throws me off or, or you know, impacts me, uh, that's my indication to look at that real quick. So in that moment, if we can pause and ask ourselves if this is truly from within or is it from an outside source, then we can take action on the next step. So if it's from an outside source, we can stop the momentum. There's that momentum word again. 
We can stop the momentum of the creation in our world instantly. There has to be that awareness first. How we do that is actually, this is how I do it. Um, the literal step that I use when, I, when I'm aware that there is something externally presenting itself um, and that it's discordant and that it's not something, that's something that I want to heal. It's something that I want to heal and disperse from the planet. Uh, I, <laughs> I use something I call a bug zapper. <laughs> and, <laughs> you, know the, you know the bug zappers that are like out on the porch? You know, yeah, like, I hate to admit it. I, I grew up in New Jersey, and there's no way that you, like, sit on a porch without being totally uh, devoured by mosquitoes. That is actually, <laughs> you know, my dad told me that mosquito is the state bird. So I have to admit it. Once upon a time, I did use a zapper. Right, right. And so, and that's kind of how I feel like these these external thought forms and suggestions can feel like, like these these mosquitoes that... You know, they're buzzing around all night and you can never find them and you can never get rid of them and, and they just continuously annoy you, right? So anyways, so I use this bug zapper and it's the t- intention that matters. So my, my bug zapper is blue and it's uh, purposefully blue, the blue light, because the blue light, uh, the blue ray of light, the blue flame of God uh, is the will of God and protection. So <laughs> once I can pause and distinguish that that is an outside thought form that is uh, meant to be healed or transmuted uh, or that I don't want it impacting my world. Uh, I use the blues, blue bug zapper on it. <laughs> Just kind of like zip in it and it can dismiss that thought form. It can dismiss that feeling um, out of my space or from really entering into deep within my space. And I actually take it a step further um, and I continue that blue flame and that blue zap up through the source, up to the original source of where that condition started so that it doesn't further return to me or continue to impact humanity, you know, perhaps the planet. Um, and that's just thinking a little bit more global. Um, but, and, but that's what I do. And it, and it works. I know these things work. I use them. I see them intuitively. I feel them energetically. So there's literal action steps we can take. We are not at the mercy of uh, all these things that appear to push us around and cause pressure on our beings. We Mm -hmm. ultimately have the power to master our world. Mm -hmm. You know, Lynn, one of the things I want to ask you with, and I know you're going to share a story too, a couple of stories is the fact that we're not talking about not taking action in the world here. So I want to be really clear about that. Yeah, this is action. This is probably the most important action that we could learn how to take. It's just a different action. It's different action than we've ever been taught. It's different action that we've ever been trained um, by society to take. It's, it's stopping. It's knowing thyself. It's, understanding thyself, and then being able to take action from there. I'm interested in knowing, I know you're going to share a story with us, um, and then, you know, we have a personal uh, and a recap on this, because this is a call to action now. We're asking people to consider this now. 
not a year from now. But this is a path to freedom as well, right? Absolutely. Everything that it, it, it is absolutely, it's freedom from, um, well, first of all, that's our goal on the planet is freedom, ascension uh, for ourselves and for the planet, for humanity. That's why we're here. That's my goal is to, uh, is to assist people in regaining that freedom. And so it's freedom from the external pressures that weigh us down, the, the external so-called shackles that bind us. Um, we're not meant to be bound like that. We are divine spiritual beings, all-powerful, all-knowing. And uh, we don't have to live in this 3D, 3D matrix anymore. Um, and, that's, and that's where I'm trying to lead people. So tell us about your experience. Tell us about what you've gone through to really get this knowledge. You know, you have a story to share. Sure. Well, about a week ago, <clears throat> I was just sitting at home um, reading, actually, and all of a sudden I started to feel a little bit of a sensation on my heart. And so it was a felt, you know, a human word for it would be perhaps a little bit of anxiety. And um, so I noticed it, but I just, you know, kept on reading. But then the anxiety grew and I'm not an anxious person. So here's where knowing thyself really starts to become uh, powerful. Uh, and I wasn't reading anything that would trigger me to be anxious. <laughs> so uh, the anxiety or the uncomfortable feeling started to build or intensify in my heart. Um, I also could feel a little bit of a physical sensation. It's almost like the energy was giving me a physical sensation of almost like a little bit of water dripping on my heart. So there's, there's a tangible essence to it as well. And so I, I started paying attention to it uh, more and more and it, would, and it continued to build. And then, and then, and so again, I stopped at that moment and said, where is this coming from? Because this is not me. And um, at that moment, it intensified more and here's the really kind of beautiful and odd thing about this is I got to experience these feelings, this anxiety as if it was really mine. And it wasn't mine, but I felt it as if it was mine. And then um, these thoughts started being sent to me about, okay, here, you're feeling this anxiety. You're feeling this uncomfortable feeling in your heart where heart connections to people are. And so let's create a story about this feeling. <laughs> and the, the, the story was someone very near and near, very, very, very near and dear to your heart is pushing you away. Now, I know this wasn't true, right? And because of my... Um, Again, because I know myself and because of my, um, my ability to navigate the energy world and the spirit world pretty clearly, I could see where this is coming from, but I was still experiencing it as, it was, as if it was really happening to me. Well, it was happening to me, but if it, as if I was anybody else that it was happening to, okay? And so in that moment, 
where this feeling was very real to me in my heart and on my heart. And the thoughts were being fed to me in a story format that would make the feelings make sense. I chose to be still and to not react to that. And it was tough for even me because of the intensity of the emotion of the feeling and the thoughts that were being charged at me. I have the tools to be able to do this. Many, many, many people don't. They don't even have the original awareness to stop and think, is it coming from inside or outside? And that's, that's what really, really um, gave me the urgency to talk about this today. Because in that moment, I chose to be still and to not take action. See, I think many other people might have responded in a way that would have been, uh, okay, I'm going to take action or reach out to that person who I feel like is pulling away. Or I'm going to send them a text or I'm going to send them an email or I'm going to call them and say, what's wrong with you? Or, you know, and what happens though when you do that, when you're acting on something that's not real anyways, you then manifest that scenario for yourself. I could have reached out to any of my beloved ones that I was being told were pushing me away. And I could have created and put my energy and my life force energy into that scenario. And I think many of us get tripped up into that cycle almost daily. Mm. What about hourly? Right? So this was a real life experience that said, gosh, I am strong and I am very aware. And I really, 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 really had to harness my stillness and choose consciously to not start to co-create with this story that was being fed to me. Mm. And yeah, I, I think you just nailed it because what you said is, uh, and you have to work at it just like I do. Mm-hmm. And so you just said it. It's like how not to co-create with it. Mm-hmm. That's the key. It's not that we're not going to co-create. But we don't have to co-create with it. With that with, thing, with yeah. a thing, right? With a thing that would not get us to where we want to go, right? Ex- exactly. I mean, that would have taken me so off track. It would have taken not only me off track, off my divine plan, off my divine track. It would have taken everybody else <laughs> off that track with, with me, right? And, mm-hmm. and I, feel like we, I feel like we do that. Mm-hmm. Unconsciously, we do that. But now is a moment where you can begin to be conscious about it. And you can choose, and you have to choose. I plead with you (laughs) for all of humanity and for yourself, for your soul, for the mastery of your soul. Choose. Choose what you want Mm. to co-create with and what you don't want to co-create with. Yeah. I was asked a question the other day, Lynn, and this is a great way to kind of wrap it up. And thank you for a great show because there's so much you talked about here today which is really an invitation. You know, I was asked the other day an interview question, and it was, you know, Pat, what are the most challenging personal issues that you've had to face in your life? 
And I didn't even think about the answer. It just came out. That's how you know you're kind of in the zone that you talked about. Mm -hmm. And my answer was being silent. Silence. Silence for me has been one of the greatest challenges during the many years in my life. And knowing how, though, to stand tall with a powerful voice is what you just described in this show. You know, if you know that, if you know thyself and you're at least willing to explore thyself, then what we say, what we do, and what we attract will be exactly what we really desire. Thank you for today, um, Lynn. What a great show. Please give out your website. And then also, you know, let's talk a little bit about the final invitation from you. What it is that people can call upon with this. My website, once again, is lynnmbrown.com. And uh, Rawness of Life, you can find me and follow me on Facebook. And my last contemplation, I'll leave everybody with a contemplation. And that is, who is currently the master of your world right now? Truly, who is mastering your world? Are you mastering your world? Or is something external mastering your world? Are you mastering your thoughts or is something externally mastering your thoughts? Are you mastering Mm -hmm. your feelings or is something externally mastering your feelings? That will be about mm-hmm. a week's worth of contemplation. <laughs> That's a lot of contemplation, but it's really, it's really super important. Lynn, thank you so very much for today. Uh, again, You're welcome. You can it was find pleasure. out more about Lynn. Yeah, Lynn and Brown. Thank you so much because this is really very timely for us, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been asked to talk about it. I mean, I was definitely asked to talk about this today. Lynn Brown, everybody. Uh, Yeah, it's time to get into it. We're going to take a short break, and we're going to come right back with more on the Dr. Pat Show, Transformation Talk Radio, all of the above. We'll be right back. Won the body lottery, it's time to play. Gonna get into it every day. I won the body lottery, it's time to check it out. Winning at the game of life. Winning at the game of life. 